You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Sitting at ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. With Daniel Spencer. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Jeremy Wallman. I'm the best in the world at what I do. And Justin Kruger. Your arms are just too short to box with God. And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Jeremy. And it's Ricky the Urban Legend. Chevy. Filling in today for JK or Kruger Mania, who happens to not be here with us this episode. I don't know. He's sitting right there. Hey, Justin, how's the day going? Mute. Okay. Uh, Will he stop? Well, guys, I believe that Ricky (coughs) Chevy is probably the greatest wrecker of all time, and Steamboat and Savage were the greatest. Vader, by God, was great. He was great. Stop. All right, all right, all right. J.K. couldn't be with us this episode. So he had some prior engagements, but he had it's a high date. Yeah, apparently. So we got Ricky Chevy Mama to fill Anderson. in back to back shows. Ricky Chevy, you showed up for. I know back to back. I'm back. I'm better than ever. This is going to be a great show. Are you Eric Bischoff or something? I'm, I'm back. Okay, first rule. I mean, you're new to this podcast thing. Don't ever sing again. Second please, rule, please. Second rule, just talking to your mic, too, by the way. I mean, you know, yeah, we, we, we're yeah. mute. You won't let us mute you. You don't mute yourself. I'll be okay with muting them. So this is a, this is a special episode we're going to do. Uh, first off, though, this, um, uh, by the way, we just, we're just we kind of still on the WrestleMania hype here. I mean, WrestleMania just happened. It was a, it was a phenomenal show. A long, we've had a long weekend. Uh, I mean, so uh, we figured we might as well, instead of talking about the, the event that just happened, why not do a event about WrestleMania, period, and just talk about our greatest WrestleManias? We're not going to talk about this one, even as much as we liked it or as much as we didn't like it, whatever. We're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about other WrestleManias, that w- our favorite WrestleMania moments. But before we get into all that, let's plug our stuff because it's important that people know where to find us at. Don't you think, Jeremy? Yeah, absolutely. All right. You could find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Ringside Podcast. Individually, I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSZ. I'm at Ricky underscore Chevy. All right. Put the mic two <laughs> inches from your mouth, slap nuts, and talk into it. Pretend like it's a cheeseburger. <laughs> cheeseburger does sound pretty good. Right it does. Now. It's that's not good right now. Extra pickle and onion. Um, Extra yes. greasy. <laughs> so um, you find us there and, and uh, check us out on iTunes. You can also listen to us on Podcast Attic for those Android devices, um, Google Play, and Stitcher Radio app, or RingsidePodcast.com. What's, what's Kruger? I mean, what, what's his? At Kruger Mania. This is yeah. the man about town. Yeah, if you want to follow him. Yeah. I didn't want to follow him. I was making sure anybody else to follow him. I might unfollow him now. <laughs> Gosh. Will you stop? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, quite frankly. All right. So um He'll never come back and work with us again. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> After you well, this, this is this is a special yeah. show. So we're not gonna do our normal segments that well, we normally do. I did do. say I was gonna bury him though, and I told him that straight to his face. Yeah, and he, he was did. fine with it. He was fine with it. And I offered to check his oil. 
<laughs> we can't hear you because you're not talking <laughs> into the mic, you moron. Easy, idiot. <laughs> so uh, we're not going to do a normal segment. So this this show, you will not get a This Is Awesome or Ringside Report or um, a Pipe Bomb. But you are going to get some entertaining uh, talk about WrestleMania uh, events that we thought were the best. And uh, why don't we start it off with our guest who's replacing um, JK, Ricky Chevy. Why don't you discuss your favorite WrestleMania of all time? Far stretch, I got to go with 28. 28. All right. Uh, I believe it was uh, The Miz versus Cena headlining the show. No, it was not. It was that was twenty nine then. That no, that was twenty seven. Twenty seven. It, it must be a real favorite of yours. Twenty seven. I, uh, you know, twenty seven. Where are your notes at? You had to pull it up outside, and now you you don't even know who wrestled on your favorite WrestleMania. Twenty seven. Well, I, my favorite WrestleMania was WrestleMania thirty seven. All, right, all right, let's 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 start. Off. So your favorite is WrestleMania twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. Uh, we talked about. We were talking about twenty seven. I, I give you. I give you. We were talking about different ones, so no. before we start recording, so I will give I will give him an out here. I will. But WrestleMania 28 was live from the Miami Gardens in Florida, which is the Sun Life Stadium, uh, what it was renamed at that time, um, and um, it's uh, it featured the main event was The Rock versus John Cena. Um, it also it, it had over seventy eight thousand three hundred and sixty three in attendance, um, so it did very well. <laughs> yeah, it's but anyways. Uh, this feature, this this event was pretty 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 wild. It had a lot of a lot of great uh, matches. That now the the craziest match was the pre-show kind of early first match, or uh, was actually the Sheamus and Daniel Bryan, the eighteen second match, match. eighteen second match where AJ Lee kissed him, yeah. um, and then he kicked him, and everybody got mad. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what year was that? Uh, well, that was and this was an, this happened on April first of two thousand twelve. So. <sighs> They were fooling you when they kiss. So. Oh my god! <laughs> but, Leave the corny jokes to Kruger, okay? Uh, well, well, okay, all right. All now right. I got my notes pulled up. Oh, yes. uh, now you do. So this this event has featured uh, quite a f- quite a few other besides you know the, the Rock versus John Cena, but you also had uh, this was the the, the CM Punk and Jericho um, feud. Uh, leading where CM Punk was a champion and fought Jericho, where they hope they have the best in the world of what they do and the Jericho best in the world. Attacked him with a beer bottle and uh, all that. Right. Which, stuff. you know, the original plan for this angle was going to be a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Jericho was going to uh, give force, give a tattoo to CM Punk. I didn't know that. Yeah. And think about this story. This was great. So he was going to, the whole thing was, he wasn't going to talk about him being. Um, alcoholic or whatever, or his family being alcoholic or whatever, him being him being a straight edge. He was going to talk about him having too many tattoos. He was going to he was going to strap him down and give him a tattoo, and and then the whole reason, the point of that was Vince was like, "What's the idea? He has tons of tattoos." He goes, "Yeah, but forcing someone to take a tattoo is worse because they don't pick the they don't pick it on their body, right?" He said, "So that's what makes it makes it hardcore." And Vince was like, "Okay, yeah, but someone told Vince." That tattoos draw blood, and and even CM Punk was was okay with him tattooing anything on his body. I got tat- I mean, they draw blood, but there's not a whole lot of it's right. Not, it's not but because of there's blood. a possibility of blood could come, and they were having the really no blood rule whatsoever. Vince freaked out and, and nixed the idea and came up with the alcoholic family alcoholic deal. So I think that story would have been much better than what they came up with. Believe it or it not, it would have been way better because I mean. I'm all for the person if if it's a real deal, but that we have no way of knowing that that was truly authentic, right? 
you know, we had But no the tattoo idea. thing, we would have. We would have seen it. He would have had the rest of his yeah. life, unless he covered it up, which he, he could have turned it into another story. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> starts off the show starts off with Promo and Epico versus um, Justin uh, Justin Gabriel. I was going to say Credible. Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd and the Usos. So it was a um, tag team triple threat match. And the wrong team definitely went over if I'm looking at this notes. I mean, Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd are probably two of the best hands in the two of the best hands to mm-hmm. have in a locker room. And then the Usos, I think that was when they were first starting. They weren't right. really that over with. But Primo and Epico, no, that they, they they've pushed them so many different ways. It wasn't even funny. And, right. And it's now weren't they the Los Matadors too? The Los <laughs> yeah, Matadors. They were. I mean, they, the the bull was the better part of it. Now they're now they're what a couple Cuban nationalists or Colombian <laughs> nationalists. Yeah. I mean, they're coming out and. Sh- it's two ninety. I mean, they they played the card out too much, man. They just, yeah, uh, they they were basically shoved down. They were a demographic try to pull. You know, it was a good match though. They, it was they, a good they, match. They, yes. I mean, they won, but yeah, it was a good match. But based on the storyline itself, I mean, it made sense the way they were going with it. But yeah, I mean, uh, but then next you had Sheamus defeat Daniel Brown in the eighteen seconds or whatever. Um, and uh, for this heavy world, heavy well, I mean, we can all sit back. I think I was mad about it because I remember watching it over Jeremy's house when it happened. We all watched it together and we were all mad about it at the time, but in hindsight, it did more for Daniel Bryan in the long run. Well, I think, I think part of it too, there was a, there was a rumor that apparently it may, I don't know if, if that match was originally supposed to go long. It's supposed to end kind of similar, but supposed to go longer, but it got sh- cut short because of time or whatever. And they screwed them the year before that. Remember, they put the United States title. They they nixed that match, didn't they? For yeah, the it was the same time. match, but they it was for the United States Championship, and it was on the pre-show. They moved it to the pre-show. Yeah, so it's kind of, you know, kind and, of. Um, I mean, it really wasn't a big WrestleMania moment for uh, Sheamus either. No, uh, no, it wasn't. I mean, Nor it was, Daniel Bryan, and I mean. Seamus looking at him against Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan wasn't overly a big guy at the time. And, uh, Jeremy, you, you kind of get where I'm going with this. I mean, Seamus versus Bryan, who do you think would actually win in a straight-up fight as a, as against a casual viewer? You look at Daniel Bryan and think Seamus would kill him. Right, right. And that's why I went with Seamus. Uh, but Daniel Bryan, he, they really underutilized him and – that's a that's a different topic for a different show. I'm, I mean, am I right? Right, 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 agree right, that right. He was underutilized as a worker. Triple H didn't see the money in him, the money that could be him. And, uh, you know, we could go on and on about this all day, Jeremy. Right, uh, that, that's true, and you've started to. Well, I'm casually <laughs> waiting for our host to cut me off. You know, I'm looking around. He's already gone. I think I bored him to sleep. Uh, no, that's the other guy's job. Uh, Whatever, no man. No gimmick needed, guy. <laughs> no gimmick needed. No yeah. gimmick needed. Whatever. I mean, it, you know, I, I, um, we put hashtag not over. Is this new gimmick? <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I don't, um, I don't doubt that, you know, but Seamus, to me, wasn't Seamus always Triple H's guy, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really, I, I don't think. I think that was a scratching of the back kind of thing. Like, well, let's bury Brian a little bit more to the independent audience that likes the, you know, the, 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 the his, his cult following that he had. Yeah. I think I, they uh, dug at him so much, man. Like when he made him join the Wyatt family, that was so stupid because it only lasted a couple of weeks, but it was, it, you know, they buried him every way they could. And the burying actually got him more over than, yeah. So by burying him in turn, they got him over. Yeah. True. Yeah. I see that. Um, 
Next up, you had Kane defeat Randy Orton. Um, yeah, I just I didn't remember that match. Uh, <laughs> it's your, it's your I WrestleMania. Did, I no, this is my favorite WrestleMania. I didn't remember that one because I think we were all still awestruck over the Brian thing. Uh, but Kane actually picking up the win here, that was actually pretty cool because up until then he hadn't had a really big mania moment, you know, besides no. his debut against my, you know, my honorable mention, spoiler alert, 14. That was his big debut. Up until then, he's not really done anything at mania. True. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of done of, um, yeah, I mean, it was always kind of jobbing out or he yeah. tag teamed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, that, that's what's cool about it. Orton, you know, he was the main event guy at the time, you know, he was. Probably the past seven manias he's been in the main event, mm-hmm. in the main event title picture in some sense. And then the next you had Big Show versus Cody Rhodes, which was really cool because Big Show actually got that mania moment. He beat him for the U.S. title, the yeah. Intercontinental okay, title. Okay, well, yeah. And I mean that was really cool. You gave the guy his his goods. You get, remember the few years before that they had him facing Aki Bono when he was out there in a diaper. You know, I mean they always bury the Big Show man, and I'm just glad to see him win that one. Well, it made sense. I mean, you think about it, he just he just defeated, uh, well, kind of, I mean, Floyd Mayweather or whatever that game yeah. match he did a few years yeah, before Floyd that. And, but they've always yeah. put him in a gimmick match to where he wasn't, you know, where he, he had to do all the, you know, it was basically him promoting himself, and he was used as the butt end of the mm-hmm. joke. And that's – Big Show was too great of a talent to actually waste like that, in my opinion. You yeah. Know, he should have been pictured way bigger for a long time. He should have been main eventing forever, but I mean, Wait, WrestleMania 20, he did, but it was also yeah. a four, a four, four, four match. Yeah. And yeah. That was like where they shoved the McMahon in every corner. You had mm-hmm. Linda McMahon coming out of the, you know, that was uh, supposed to be Jericho instead of McFoley. Yeah. It would have probably been better that way. Yeah. Yeah. Probably so. <laughs> and then I think, yeah, Kelly, Kelly and Marie Manoust, Menounos defeated Phoenix and uh, Eva Torres. That was more of your 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 highlight, your star spotlight. Yeah. Uh, which Maria Menounos, I mean, she's a huge wrestling fan and she's hot, so I'm yeah, fine with her being yeah. in the ring. And Kelly uh, Kelly was hot as hell. Yeah. Beth Phoenix and Eva Torres. Yeah. Eva Torres. Yeah, she's all right, but it's just next- Eve. There's no. Uh- it's Eve Torres. Eve t- Shut up. I'm talking. I know. That's why I have to correct you. Her last you. name is now Gracie, by the way. She married to Gracie. Huh? Forrest Gracie? Mm-hmm. She married one of the Gracie in the family. Dang, she's off the market. Yeah, she's off the market. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, you know. Beth Phoenix is too, by the way. Uh, yeah, she married Edge. Yeah, and she's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, she's a yep. Hall of Famer. She got in this year. Yep. I watched her eliminate the great Kylie at the Royal Rumble in Atlanta. <laughs> she did. <laughs> now, now this match is probably my favorite match, not because it was, in my honest opinion, this was your main event, mm-hmm. was Undertaker versus Triple H. And just for a few simple reasons, the cabin vignettes that they played forever and ever, and everybody was like, oh, it's going to be Sting, it's going to be Sting. And then... TNA turned around and just straight up ripped off. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they ripped off the vignettes, and it was Sting that came back to TNA. And then the promo where Undertaker just walked out. The year before they won, they had the match. Right. Now, and that was good. That was a real good match. Mm-hmm. That was one of the better matches. But this match to me was like my favorite Mania match of all time. It was the end of the era match. match. The build-up. HBK oh, is your yeah. guest referee. HBK was a referee in, in, and, in a hell cell. And all three men, dude, they went through hell in that ring. Yeah. and uh, Which which is funny because you know, we talked about this earlier off the record, uh, which we'll talk about again probably later. Shawn Michaels, you know, being uh, 
um, you know, re- retired in, yeah. in WrestleMania 26, and that was his last match, and he's never fought another match yeah. again, but he has come back and did some formative roles. Two, two guest referees, and both in Hell in the Cell, yeah. kind of and, think about it. Yeah, but and uh, this is one of them. The deal with Daniel Bryan and the authority where he super kicked right. Daniel Bryan. But this match, to me, was probably one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. It's never going to be done. You're not these talent. Today's guys will not be able to duplicate what these guys did in that ring that night. And the idea of all three men walking out together was great. Yeah. And Triple H doing the suck it symbol to Undertaker after he knew he was beat. Yeah. He knew he couldn't do no, and he walked right into the tombstone. I'll never forget that. That match was ungodly. It was a great match. Yeah. I mean, I remember after watching the match. I mean. We're going to talk about what comes up next. It's left the audience drained. It's a 12-man tag team thing, both Raw versus SmackDown or whatever. Team this, Johnny versus yeah. Team Teddy. I mean, that right there is like, how can you follow this match? You I couldn't mean, have followed that Nothing match. should have followed it, really. Basically, it they killed the town. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, this match, uh, I'm – Looking here, wasn't that the one where Zack Ryder got kicked in the nads <laughs> and lost the match? <laughs> like, he lost the match for his team because he got kicked by his girlfriend at the time in the nads. Yeah. Another way, just to, another buried about Zack Ryder. I mean, every time he got any momentum going, they just jerked it out from under him. And the next match, which you were telling me, was CM Punk versus Jericho. Yeah, by submission. It was and a submission match. That was a great match. Mm-hmm. They tore the house down and, like, but... And even the punk, the stipulation member, punk couldn't be disqualified. Yeah, because the whole like he was that was happening. So even punk couldn't uh, be disqualified. Or he'll lose the title. So yeah, it, yeah, that was like you know see, that was the year of punk. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that was. was the year of punk. Because then he, didn't he go on to headline a, a, a few other ones with uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I mean that that came out of the that started with the whole pipe bomb, which is why we have one of our segments. But. With that, along with the money in the bank, and they've got a new contract and all that, and then he ran that, he got the title back they, again. They did so perfect with the money in the bank thing, where, mm-hmm. where he cashed in and left. They could have, I would have stretched it out farther than, you know, a couple weeks. I'd have probably went on for like six, 12 weeks, keep him off the TV. And, you know, I would have done it like that instead of, it's so quick as they'd done it. They brought in John Cena, then you had Punk. But I remember that night when Punk yeah, came, came back, back. Yeah. and he held the it was, title. It was, it was two booed, weeks. They yeah. booed Cena out of the building. Because Ray Mysterio won, won it. Ray Mysterio won it the, the beginning of the Monday Night Raw when it yeah. started, and then John Cena won it John, the end. Yeah, John Cena was like, <clears> I'm coming. To take surprise, my- surprise. And that made more sense, though, Cena and, the Cena and Punk. Yeah, I don't really care. And then you had your once-in-a-lifetime match. Not really. Uh, the Rock versus Cena, and well, how, how once in a lifetime was it? What well, happened twice in a lifetime? The following year <laughs> happened the very next year, right? <laughs> they came out and said next night. The whole deal. There. The whole deal was that um, this is where it started. The pipe bomb was that at WrestleMania twenty seven, uh, right at the Raw for WrestleMania. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Rock came out and challenged Cena to a match at next year's WrestleMania in Miami and he accepted it. It was going to be the main event. And then Punk was like, <laughs> Punk's like, I, mean, I, I can't even get the main event. It's not even, it ain't been the Royal Rumble yet. And already I can't have the main event because you got it. To, yeah. Rock's got and it. You had, and I yeah. think Cena was feuding with the truth at the time. <laughs> right. Which actually was great. That was actually great. Yeah. They screw, where they really went off the tracks with that. And me and you sit there, we booked it. We were talking how we would do it back in the day. I've never talked to you about this before. Where Miz <laughs> and our truth were the hottest things on TV. 
And remember that night we were watching some tag team match and they got in trouble. And I was like, it's a conspiracy thing they're going with. And that night they had the Hell in a Cell cage match with Triple H versus CM Punk. And they came out and disturbed the, or Patron or Del Rio. Yeah. And disturbed the whole thing. Then they got fired. Then And then what sucked was is when they buried them at Survivor Series when they had to lose to The Rock and Cena, which mm-hmm. made no sense when they could have had easily Cena turn on The Rock and walk out or The Rock vice versa. And... That's another story for another time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, um, The Rock uh, beats John Cena, and as we, <clears throat> as we know, it led it into uh, WrestleMania um, 29, which was uh, the rematch between the two and Rock as a champion. And that was the whole point was Rock to win, to turn around yeah. and come back. Remember, and wasn't it Royal again? Rumble? Wasn't it a Royal Rumble where The Rock took on CM Punk for the title? Yeah. And uh, the shield, the shield came out. They whooped him up, and then he, then he was like, "Oh no, no, not that easy!" Like he buried everybody in the company in one night. It was pretty much, yeah. You know, they buried the shield. The shield couldn't take the Rock out. Then you had CM Punk, who had help of the Shield that couldn't take the Rock out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. come on, everybody was rooting for CM Punk, but WWE did it because it's well, a they signed a three year deal with the Rock yeah. to, to come back because he can't, he came back from TV. So in WrestleMania twenty seven, they signed him to come to host the WrestleMania, and they said, you know, he's going. I'm gonna he signed a two. I want to do two more WrestleMania matches. He cleared his schedule, which at the time the Rock is becoming Rock right now is the biggest movie star mm. out there. So he was he was heading in that direction. So for him to clear the clear his schedule for three high- years. Paid in Hollywood last year, yeah. man, highest grossing actor. For her to cl- for him to cl- clear his schedule for those three years to do that and do the train up for it to do all that stuff, I mean, it was and pretty impressive. Shout out to wasn't it Curtis Axel that was the trainer for him? Yeah, yes, that would have been. He should have, you know, that was should have stuck to training. Yeah, I mean, because it wasn't it the following year he was doing the the Hulkamania, the Axelmania. I don't know, but he was in the Royal Rumble for over a year. Yeah, he was never thrown out of the room. He, was, he, he was never, never lost. Then he wrestled. Then he wrapped off with Snoop Dogg. Jeremy, what's um, what's your favorite uh, WrestleMania of all time? It's hard to narrow it down to just one. There's like three or four that resonate in my mind. But I've been watching WrestleManias all day long, and there were some that at the beginning of the day I thought were better than they were, and then there were some that I had undervalued that were actually – uh, there were some. Uh, let me rephrase it. There were some at the beginning of the day that I didn't think were as good as they were, and then ended up being better, and then vice versa. Uh, the one I'm going to pick, it I feel bad because it's kind of like wussing out a little bit because it's a recent one, but I'm going to pick WrestleMania 31. Okay, and that was uh, WrestleMania 31 happened on March 29th, 2015. And it was live from the new, at the time, Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California, which is also known as San Francisco, the Bay Area. Um, and um, that had 76,976 in attendance that day. Yeah, it was the highest grossing WWE event ever at that time. Mm-hmm. It may still be. I don't know. No, it's not. The The following year got to beat. Well, there you go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's um, it was a pretty amazing uh, uh, card to say the least. It's it's one of my top two. I like this one a lot. It's kind of you know I like the the most recent WrestleMania. really honestly, but yeah, I definitely um was up there and had a, had a lot of uh, great matches and great storyline build up to it. Uh, pretty amazing. Well, even the pre show, the pre- kid Cesaro, the the pre show. Thanks a lot for interrupting during my moment. Uh, the pre-show was Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, who are the champs, uh, defending against the New Day, Los Matadores, and the Usos. And then the second one, uh, they, they had the uh, the Battle Royal was on the pre-show. But then the first match of the main card, 
was the ladder match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And the participants for that was the the used car salesman, Dean Ambrose, R-Truth, Luke Harper, Stardust, Dolph Ziggler, and the champion, Bad News Barrett. Oh, and D- Daniel Bryan, I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, um, <clears throat> by the way, the, before that, though, this was the first ever 30-minute Memorial Battle Royal. Correct. So, yeah. And that was won by Big Show when he threw over Miz Dow. Miz yeah. When it was really over, when he was basically – Which Miz should have won, he was really. At the peak for the company. It but, probably would have helped him, but in hindsight's 2020, the Memorial Battle Royal has not helped anybody. Yeah. It, it, so you might as well win it this year. Yeah, pretty much. I mean – Okay. I should have won it this year, but you know they couldn't get my plane ticket. We couldn't come to an agreement on time. Oh, Vince, Vince, and me and no, Paul had you've a meeting. Never talked to Paul Levesque ever down in Connecticut. You know, no, you've, Connecticut. you've, you've they never. Flew me in, they flew me in for some talks. You <laughs> they, know, they didn't I mean, fly him in for anything. Don't don't listen to him. You know the other thing. The thing about this match, though, this IC title match, it's sad when you look back and hindsight being twenty twenty, but. You know, they, this is where they were going to um, basically, there were going to be two different um, groups of, of live shows going out. You're going to have your, because, um, and the reason being is because at the time, Brock Lesnar was a champion who never appeared on anything. So you never had the champion there every night, but you had two live events where you could have, you could have someone like, you could have a U.S. title live event and an IC title live event. So one of, and we're going to get to the U.S. title in a minute, but you're going to have Daniel Bryan be on that group. And run at the IC title and and go on and, and and like sell out those shows or whatnot and be that be the headliner for those live events because that's where they make a lot of their money at all these live events. And um, Daniel Bryan winning that, but we all know that shortly after that he got injured, a shoulder right. injury. And Ryback took the title. Um, and what? Yeah, it was Ryback, but he got shortly injured after that, and he didn't get to, we didn't get to see that run of what that what 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 that would have done and how that would have, what it have lifted been. the Aussie title. And the Aussie title kind of no offense to Ryback, the big guy, but it kind of went to a um, uh, went down a little bit, and mm-hmm. the Aussie title became a joke. Never do that uh, again. Um, the big guy sound like Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody interrupt you when you were doing your moments? No. Okay. Thank you. So, but yeah, I agree with you completely. Then the next match of the night was one, quite frankly, was one of my favorite. It was Randy Orton uh, defeating Seth Rollins with his little J and J security mm-hmm. goons uh, with the RKO out of out of nowhere. The best RKO out of nowhere yeah, of all time. Absolutely. That was There's just, been some great ones, but that's definitely that was that was the one best. of the last times we Seth Rollins used the curb stomp because he shortly after that got banned and can't use that anymore. But uh, that was his uh, where the match ended. Well, first of all, the whole entire match was amazing. It was, yeah. I mean, of course, you have the two of the From start to finish, two of the greatest wrestlers today, Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins. You know, both of them going against each other. But when he goes to hit that curb stop and he goes up and then he die, he goes so high in the air and Randy jumps up and gets that RKO. Just the image of that still to this day is just amazing. And they still show it because he never was really going for the curb yeah. stop. They don't really announce what he was doing anymore. But man, what an RKO was that? That was. It was. It, it, it's probably one of the top mania moments. Yeah. Oh yeah, it for has sure. To be of all time. Yeah, it's up there, man. That was that was an amazing match. The, um, which, what can follow that, right? And, it was Triple H and Sting. We had all the we had the cameos. We had the DX cameo. We had the NWO cameo. Shawn Michaels came out of nowhere. Uh, the wrong guy won that match, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, when when you get a guy like that that may only have one or two left in him, 
Uh, and at that moment, you didn't know you didn't know he was going to get hurt too. Yeah. Uh, but it, you had to assume that that may be his last one. So he's been waiting a long time. He's finally he's finally finally Sting has come to the WWE, and you let him get beat up by a guy that's doing the day to day paperwork for the. It just wasn't believable well, to me, it, and I didn't I didn't like it. And I think it, what killed that was later on in the show he came back out all dressed up like he hadn't even been in a like fight. he hadn't even done anything. Oh, you mean Sting with the whole Hall of Fame thing? No, with no, no. Triple, Triple H came H. out, and the, the, I'll get to that in a minute. Though, don't spoil mine. The one, oh, let that's me right. spoil. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. thing, that, right, the right. One, let me spoil my own. The one thing that I, I, how do I say this? With the over the top Sting's entrance, to me, made no sense. With the it didn't. Uh, it made no sense, and it, it was didn't. totally out of character for him. Uh, Triple H's Terminator thing was great was because Arnold, the Arnold really cool. cameo. And plus, it was basically saying he was destroying the last part of WCW, the last right. But stand. you know, I get why they want Triple H to go over uh, because of the whole WWF thing. But but we know WWF WWE won the battle. I mean, they were, hello, they were, they were. I mean, this is you know, Sting so, showed up eleven years late. He missed. He, he right. He got it the wrong direction. Sting, Sting should have won. And I guess looking back now, like I said, we know more. We know that Sting got injured later down the road and had to, had to force to retire, basically. Yeah. So, you know, I think there was plans for him to do more and have another WrestleMania the following moment, the following year, and that probably would have won. But it's just, it just sucks that... Like, spoiler, like, you know, they, like, they're not making him a... He never... He hasn't had that neck surgery that they supposedly needed. And, well, yeah, because he can't... And, like, as much as I like Seth Rollins as a promo guy and his in-ring work, somewhat of me still thinks he's a whole lot reckless in the ring. He's a little bit too reckless. Uh, no, but Sting, Sting admitted he didn't tuck his shit in. That's his fault. Yeah, I mean... So, I mean, it, you know... I, I remember mean, watching that. We, were, I was with my fiance, and we were watching it, and she goes, Sting's a really good actor. And I said, he's not acting. She said, oh, yeah, there's no way he's hurt that bad. I was like... When he fell down running off the ropes, I was like, "Oh my God, he's dead! He's yeah. died in this ring." Yeah, you've had, the funniest part about that story right there is that you've actually had a fiance for like twelve years now. I know, you know, why ruin a good thing? Sweet God. Moving along, then the next match was kind of you know again you have two great matches like that in a row. Well, three if you ta- if you can't take the uh, Intercontinental Ladder match into consideration. You throw out your little diva match, so you got the Bellas versus AJ and Paige, and I, I, I liked that match and liked the outcome of that. And then you get the undefeated Rusev, the United States champion. Nobody can beat him until his opponent is announced as John Cena, which is everybody in the world, even Stevie Wonder knows who's going to win that match, and he ain't never seen Cena wrestle a day in his life. Well, you can't see Cena, he can't, period. He can't no, he can't see Cena. No, I can. can see, no, I can see him very well. No, you can't see him. Very well. He won the t- but I will say this. He won the title, and then we had this whole make the U.S. title great again thing, you know, that Trump ripped off probably. Um, it was great. Look, back to what I was saying earlier. With the whole Jeez, don't, don't take down the desk. Here, <laughs> he, he almost shoved the desk <laughs> right in my face. He tried to do, he tried to pull a John Cena on me and shoved the desk right down my throat. Look, they were going to have Daniel Bryan do the I see him do the U.S. It would have been great. It would have been a great build up for these titles and bring these titles up. But we didn't get to see it with Daniel Bryan. But we did see it with the U.S. title. And you can't I say, say that the U.S. title the that weekly summer, defense to be treated like a TV title to make it defended each week. That summer did bring lineage. To the, the summer top. of 2015 was the summer of Cena, and it made so many stars. People, Kevin yeah. Owens is one of them. 
it made so many people come out of that that became great. It even got the cab driver over Sammy Zane. <laughs> um, but in thank the- God Alberto Del Rio came in and and, and just beat beat, beat him, him and beat him quick. Breaker and just, beat him quick, and he came out with Dirty Dutch. Thank God. goodness. To say this, the entrance that Rusev got. The only thing they could have done is better is shot blanks out of that tank that he came rolling in on. When he came rolling out in a tank, if he'd have shot up some, you know, shot some into the air, it would have been great. I, but uh, other than that, I love it. Right now, I wish he would roll into the studio and shoot you with the tank. <laughs> wow. So then you got next, uh, The Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt. We had some different opinions on this one. Daniel didn't like it no. much. I thought the build-up to it was great. It was uh, one of the better storyline build-ups in, in years, in my opinion. Uh, the payoff wasn't as great as it could have been. Um, it was just everybody wanted to see The Undertaker come back and win because of the yeah. previous year. So. Yeah. My whole thing was I'll remember the image of that as Undertaker. The whole thing I'll take away from the match, and it's something so simple. The sun was setting, setting. If y'all remember that, right? And Undertaker striking the pose and walking up the ramp as the as the sun was going down, he looked like an outlaw that just walked away from a gunfight. You know, it was like this guy can still go. But yeah. in my opinion, Bray Wyatt should have went over. He was doing the Eater of Worlds. He was the yeah. Eater of Worlds. Still is. And I mean, he carried the whole. He carried that match, the the build up for the match, on its on its on his back. He yeah. carried the whole thing. And Some people just appreciate the finer things, you know, and then other people are Daniel. I don't know what it is. Is why to me, Bray Wyatt is in the top maybe twenty, but he's not in the top ten of the best wrestlers in the WWE right now. Oh no, so, I, I, I honestly don't think he's a great wrestler, but I think he's a great character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His character was great until until then they ended it until twenty fifteen. I mean, after that, it was Dover. He reminded me at that time of like a almost Raven type character, you know. Just this. If Raven would have been successful, yeah, Raven. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, shout out to Raven if you're listening. Raven, no offense. They should have never broke up the Whites in the first place. No, they should have never done that, and they should have kept building the group. Which they didn't up, break like them up as in like they got in a fight. They just kind of let them sit them on their own way, which was kind of which I thought maybe he's going to bring in two more guys to to to. to I, I was always looking, you know. waiting for Bo Dallas to show up, but not yeah, be I mean, by Bo. Da- you know, kind of brother or something. Bo Wyatt. Yeah, but why? That's mean, what that's been, what actually needs to happen. It would have been great. It would have been made for it would have been great. It needs to happen now. Yeah. It might be a little bit too late to salvage uh Bray, or Bo Dallas. Um yeah. he's another guy that really doesn't get used the way but but we're talking about WrestleMania's right now and right now he's not is he gonna be in the uh the battle royal? I don't know. Uh, and then let's top it all off uh the night. It was the match that I was dreading because it was rumored that Roman Reigns was going to defeat Brock Lesnar for the heavyweight title. Uh, that's what the well, noise was going in at that time. You remember Brock Lesnar's contract was going to end, uh, absolutely, and he hadn't made it. He hadn't did anything, and then just just three days before oh, Rania, yeah. he goes on SportsCenter and announces that he signed a new three year deal. Yeah. Right, and you thought he was going to go back to UFC, they which back later UFC. he ended up going back to UFC. We didn't realize that he actually made a deal to do both at the time. He didn't announce and that. Was that. Great business. <clears throat> oh, it was, it was well, great. great business. Um, but he he made the announcement that he's going to do that, and then you're like, oh, maybe there's a chance. That Brock Lesnar doesn't lose the title because he's going to stay around. Now, you know? rumor had it like they had the whole plan was for Reigns to go over the whole day, and then right up until the second half of the show, they pulled a uh, couple agents. That's this is all rumor. What I've read on dirt sheets and stuff, they pulled Rollins, Reigns, and Lesnar and Heyman into a separate part of the building, and they said, "Listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go with Plan B." Well, 
what I understand, it wasn't it wasn't a last minute decision. They knew it was going to be the Rollins what they're going to do, which will which I'm kind of we're kind of jumping the gun a little bit, but they didn't tell Rollins mm. until that day. So Rollins didn't know until the day, but they actually knew it ahead a couple weeks ahead of time. And I love that match. It wasn't a classic or nothing, but I just I just love seeing Lesnar just whoop the. That's holy, where Suplex City came whoop, from. Whoop Suplex. the holy hell out of Roman. And you know Reigns. what? I, you know what I liked though. Roman Reigns was laughing and he was blooded up, and yeah. it, it was it was a great like, like almost like a come on. You think that's going to take me out? Right, and yeah. it was good. It was good, and then all of a sudden, Seth Rollins' music hits. And he comes running down with that briefcase, and, and oh my God, God, cashes it in. And that moment is, I mean, that was, I remember going nuts. Man, that, that's great that y'all got to share my moment. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. So now I don't have to talk anymore. We took the hot tag and the finish from you. We, just, like, we did. Buried in the, we, <laughs> we did. Buried at the end of it. This is why I wish sickness on him the first couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> and then my, my, uh, my uh, honorable mention would be WrestleMania 17. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll go back to that. We're not at that. Don't uh, segue into something like that. <laughs> no, I'll do what I want to when you take my finish. Well, t- talk about the finish. Talk about it, though. No, Seth Rollins came out, cashed in the title. He won it, or cashed it, in the money in the bank. And you also skipped over something, slap nuts. No, I didn't skip yeah, over you did. anything. You skipped over the Ronda Rousey segment. Which I, no, I didn't. Get, it's not one of the matches, and I haven't got It's right here at the bottom of this. <laughs> if, if you, well, you, if you will. <laughs> we're, we're letting you have that moment. Take your moment. Th- thanks a lot. Take your moment. And then Ronda Rousey and The Rock confronted Triple H and Stephanie for a future match, uh, to set up a future match that never happened. It never happened. And never will now that Ronda Rousey's been beaten like a government drum. Actually, it didn't really, it wasn't like that. But didn't the segment start off with uh, with the, the Rock coming out and Stephanie? And- the segment started with Triple H and Stephanie in the ring talking about how they own everybody in the crowd and they yeah, own right. everybody in the back. I know, no, I just I, watched it this morning. And then The Rock came out. And then The Rock's music hit. So the 20-minute match with Sting. And, and by the way, came out. props to The Rock for the night before doing live with Saturday, doing Saturday live, live. Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. Saturday night live. And then in New York and taking going and flying a plane all the way through. Yeah, it must be hard to be a multimillionaire and catch an airplane across the the, the country. Well, I'm talking about no sleep. He didn't sleep at all during that whole time. The Rock is a workaholic. He's a beast. So, yeah. but anyways, that was a great that was that was a great segment. The whole that was a good WrestleMania. I, it's definitely in my top. I mean, I I agree. I mean, both of y'all have picked WrestleManias that I like. I mean, no doubt. Thanks. Well, Kruger is here. He would be going on how WrestleMania three and two were probably the best. <laughs> well, he's not. Unfortunately, he had probably no. He would, he would tell us how Tuesday in Texas was the best WrestleMania <laughs> ever. Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> WrestleMania eleven guys were. Uh... All right. So this brings me. <laughs> I guess this segues to mine, and mine would be. I'm gonna go a little back, back a little further. Uh, mine would be WrestleMania twenty five, which was live. Um, on April fifth, two thousand nine, in uh, Reliant Stadium in Houston, Texas, um, that's this one had a little smaller attendance than the last two uh, that y'all said. This was seventy two thousand seven hundred and forty four people are there. Um, so that was um, that was a pretty cool, um, pretty cool. I mean, it was, it's a, that's a lot of people. Don't get me wrong, but um, that was probably pretty big compared to the last years before that because I think they were yeah. in the sixties. Uh, so anyway, this was this was a great. Um, Great card, great got a lot of great storylines leading up to this. Uh, being that it was the twenty fifth WrestleMania, so definitely had had your um, you know your your build up being you know twenty five. It was around the ECW time too. Yeah, it was. So you had um, 
you started off the show uh, with this is like the the pre show or whatever. You had uh, Carlito and Primo. Um, it's primo, dude. Uh, primo, sorry, whatever. I feel like Chevy's over here. Defeated, I'm sorry. Defeated John Morrison in the Miz. Now the John Morrison Miz were the champions going in. Um, it was the wrong team went over. It, wrong team definitely went over. Um, it was kind of well. It was they were unifying the champ. They both had titles. So they were unifying the titles. Um, you had the WB Tag Team Champions and the World Tag Team Champions, and they unified them. But yeah, the, they shouldn't have went over. The wrong team yeah, went at over. The time the tag team titles really, the tag division wasn't all the way. There. It was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible during the time. I was the number two contender for the tag team titles, and I've never even wrestled. That match was about eight minutes long, too. It's kind of wild to look at that. Um, yeah, they went eight minutes. Yeah. So next up, you had the uh, Money in the Bank ladder match, which was a great Money in the Bank ladder match. You had Kane, Mark Henry. With Tony Atlas, actually, with Mark Henry. Um, you had MVP, uh, Shelton Benjamin, Kofi Kingston, Christian, and Finley, um, and CM Punk. And um, Finley was with Horny. Yeah, Finley had Horns walk up next to him. It had, so it had a great spots there, but this, this had CM Punk defeating all of them guys and winning the Money in the Bank ladder match. Which, it's a 14-minute match, close to 15 minutes. This by far was uh, one of the best Money in the Bank matches they've done. Um, it was just amazing. I mean, look, just in the talents I named alone in there, Kofi, Shelton Benjamin, Christian, CM Punk, that right there just shows you that what, what kind of match and you're going to me, Shelton get. Benjamin always made these ladder matches something very entertaining because you never yeah. knew. He would he he was like a crash test dummy for everything. Oh, now yeah. Kofi Kingston's kind of taken well, that. Well, Kofi kind of did this too during that time because this is he started that in the – this is kind of those little tricks and stuff he did. He kind of did this – what he does now in the Royal Rumbles and yeah. stuff. He kind of did stuff like this during that time too. It's kind of wild. Um, I recently watched it back a, f- uh, a few months ago, and I re- just remember how great of a match that was. Um, next up, you had <laughs> your comic relief here. You had um, Santina Marella, who won uh, uh, the Miss 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 WrestleMania <laughs> Battle Santino. Royal by beating um, Beth Phoenix. This had Mae Young as a special timekeeper, and I think this was Mae Young's last um, big appearance, I believe it or not. I mean, she might have appearance one more time. Did she but do the Raw Old School? Didn't she do one of the W? Maybe, but she passed away shortly yeah. after, a couple years later. So. God rest her soul. Um, yeah, what a great talent. Uh, but uh, she, um, but Santina Marella winning uh, Miss WrestleMania, that's... Uh, uh, pretty funny, you know. Chevy whole, finished in second place. Yeah, did he, did he really? No. It says it was Beth Phoenix, but um, next up, this was great build up because this was right when the wrestler came out with Mickey Roy. That movie's so great. It was. It was a good movie. Um, you had a handicap elimination match: uh, Chris Jericho versus Ricky Steamboat, Roddy Piper, and Jimmy Snuka. With also had Ric Flair, and uh, who, by the way, Ric Flair just retired the, the week before, or the, I'm sorry, the year before against Shawn, uh, against Michaels. Shawn Michaels. So. Ric Flair wasn't really wrestling anymore, um, so they say. Uh, but um, Chris Jericho defeated those guys, and uh, and believe it or not, he even uh, Chris Jericho wrote in his book. He even he even said at the very, in the middle of the match he was trying to have Ricky go over. He was like, "I want you to go over." In the middle of the match, Ricky's like, "No, I'm not getting in trouble. I'll take the heat." He goes, "Nope, not doing it," because it was such a great match. So yeah, this. Um, but um, right, anyways, Jimmy Snuka. Was that? Rest in peace, Jimmy Snooker. Yeah, no, Roddy well. Piper. Yeah, they pretty much. Yeah, two, uh, uh, two, uh, two out of the, the two out of those people done. did. Yeah, um, and Mickey Rourke was Mickey Rourke was in front row during this time. He was supposed to be in the match. I think the match was originally supposed to have him in it. Now, did you hear that he uh, actually brought? He had MMA fighters as security for him in case him and Jericho did get into it. Yeah, because he didn't re- he didn't realize what it, they did that segment on yeah. CNN or whatever that that was yeah, that was, he, re- he was fake. Yeah, about it. right. He thought he thought he was being real. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, next up, you had an Extreme Rules match. It was Matt Hardy defeated uh, Jeff Hardy, so the Hardy Boys fought. And that was a little feud they had between breaking up their brotherhood tag team. Which Did you say broken up their brotherhood tag team? I Deleted their tag team. Uh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Delete. So um, that was a, that was a great match. It was about th- it was thirteen minutes. It was really good. And next up, you had Rey Mysterio. He defeated JBL um, in a singles uh, match for the Intercontinental Title, and that that was kind of that lasted literally twenty one seconds. And that was actually JBL's kind of retirement match. So I was yeah, kind I was of, just looking at the time here, and I was thinking <laughs> JBL probably retired shortly after this. But he did. That was kind of the the last they match. Should have went longer. Well, it was kind of the, the the whole concept was the previous year you had Sheamus. It was kind of yeah, like that. Yeah. They were kind of paying homage to that. The whole yeah. Sheamus and we just talked about, or not the previous year. I'm sorry. The um, following a few years. After um, that. Yeah, that, that. I'm sorry. That played homage to this. Uh, is what I was trying. I said it backwards. Yeah, but JBL, um, JBL, that it was near the end of his run, but he had he had a great U.S. title run. You know, everybody, you can say what you want to about JBL. Oh, he was great. But yeah, that. That racist Texas tycoon gimmick that he had was so great. Mm-hmm. The cabinet. Yeah. The cabinet and all that. <laughs> Going back and looking at JBL was awesome as his heel. Wait, I mean. Didn't he fight Eddie Guerrero in a parking lot brawl? Yeah, did. that was awesome. Him and Eddie's feud was really good. That bloody match they had. Uh, next up, which is my favorite match, which should have been the main event, it was the match, I think the greatest match of all time, and I've said it on the show before, it was the first ever match, well, not the first ever match, but the first WrestleMania match of The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Uh, Undertaker, Undertaker obviously defeated Shawn Michaels, but this by far, it's just, it's a 30-minute match, which was only supposed to go 20 minutes, by the way. It was a 30-minute match that um, literally blew the roof off the off the place. Now, is that the one where The Undertaker botched that dot where the uh, cameraman was supposed to yeah. get, and now Sim Snook is out of a job over that? It was Snooka's son that was the... No, they got, they got yeah, fired because yeah, of it? I didn't think he got fired. No, they got major heat with the office, though, and then they fired him shortly there. Um, like, well, all I know is that it looked like Taker, Taker was about dead. to... Yeah, it looked like Taker was dead. But believe it or not, even though it has a botched botch spot in it, it's, it's still, still the greatest match of all time, in my opinion. I mean, I know yours was yeah. Taker and Triple H with Sean, but... And, like, that all goes know. back because, I mean, I really wasn't following wrestling at, at WrestleMania 25. Like, not mainstream-wise, mm-hmm. but once you, like... My favorite WrestleMania was 28. Yeah. It was the story. And at the time, and I'll say this all day, big mat- great matches do not draw a dime. The great right. stories oh, yeah. draws the money. And this had a story too. This yeah. story was the was basically good versus evil. It was it was the you know the the dead man the 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 devil's boy versus versus. Didn't that God Shawn Michaels come out in all white? All white. He yeah, came, that was he, awesome. Because it was it was like he was the, the angel, know, the whole was, the angel he, he, fighting the demon. demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much what it was. It was it was a great great story build up. Great everything. Yes, it was. It was. It was amazing, and um, that was. Um, yeah, it was just great. I mean, really, after that, it was just like, what, what next? But you had a triple threat match for the World Heavyweight title. You had a John Cena and Edge and Big Show. Edge was your champion at the time. And um, you had John Cena <clears throat> winning and defeating uh, Edge and Big Show. Wasn't that and that was a great match, did, too, though. Where he did <clears throat> the uh, FU yeah. to both men. Right, he did, yeah. That was it, incredible. Yeah, it was and it was overall it was a great match. It's just it's so overlooked because of the match before. Yeah, you, you killed they killed the crowd again. Yeah. It was like we said with Triple H and Undertaker. What could yeah. possibly follow this? Right, exactly. And then um Triple the, H went on to say something about that later. 
And the main event um, was um, a WWE Championship match was Triple H, the champion, versus Randy Orton. That had another great feud, great buildup. Yeah, that was when Orton <clears throat> was going crazy, kicking people in the head. Shane McMahon, that was, he right. even made a cameo. Stephanie, he knocked yeah. Stephanie. And then... Triple H broke down his door with a sledgehammer at his house. I remember thinking these guys are going to tri- – going into that show, you watched it and you were like, these two guys are going to kill each other. Triple H is going to main Randy Orton at Mania. Yeah, it, it, was, um, it was an amazing match. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, that by far was, uh, was my favorite WrestleMania. Just, I mean, just I went through it all right there. I mean, it was, it was definitely – uh, star studying had a, had a lot of people in there. Had a lot of um, you know a lot of uh, a lot of lot, I mean even these battle royals even in the match before where they had these tag team you had it was a lumberjack match you had pretty much everybody else on the on the on, everybody get in everybody was involved somehow in lumberjacks the the twenty five diva twenty five diva battle royal had twenty five divas except for of course Santana Morella but. Um, pretty much had everybody you can think of that was involved at the time, which a lot of these a lot of these names are reading went on to TNA like shortly after that too. Yeah. It's kind of wild, and you know Victoria and um, Gail Kim and um, you know Maria, which later, but I'm talking like right right afterwards, Mickey James. I mean, a lot of people that end up going right to TNA shortly after that, and that's pretty wild. That um, Beth Phoenix, by the way, looked like she was going to win it all. She was she was she eliminated a lot of these people, and it came down to <laughs> Santino Morella winning. So. Santino. Pretty funny, uh, but that's yeah. That's he was my such favorite. a great comedy act, man. He was like Jeremy. You remember the year the Del Rio won the battle royal and Santino hid underneath the ring the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And the elimination chamber with Daniel Bryan. You remember that one where they actually made it look like he was going to win? Yeah, they just dangled the carrot. Yeah. <laughs> Sacco versus uh, the Cobra. Yeah, I wish I had that hour of my my life back. <laughs> Whatever. All right, so um, that was our, um, our our February WrestleMania. But we each, both of us, each have honorable mentions. Uh, Ricky Chevy, you, um, I know you said twenty eight was your favorite, but you have honorable mention that you liked a lot, and that was what is that fourteen WrestleMania fourteen? And that was going back and looking at it, going back and watching the show again years after that. You know, when the Attitude Era was just now, that was like the takeoff. That was the that was the that was where they left WCW in the dust. Was this was about. Go ahead. That I'm sorry. Ninety eight. Yeah, I'm going to go over it. Ninety eight. This yeah. was, it was March twenty ninth, nineteen ninety eight. This was back when they didn't do stadiums; they just did arenas. So it was in the Fleet Center uh, in Boston, Massachusetts. It had nineteen thousand twenty nineteen thousand and twenty people, twenty eight people there. So it was a smaller event compared to that. But of course, buy rates and you know, and when you're in small arenas like that, the tickets are a lot more expensive. So you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna still make your money off of it. But it was a very good a very good event. I mean, this had uh, the main event was Austin versus Michaels with um, the special ring enforcer Mike Tyson. And at the time, Michaels was battling a back injury. At the time, who who was Mike? Michael. Oh, Michaels. I thought you said Mike. I thought you said no. Mike Tyson. He always is. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you go back and look at the. What was it? Uh, no way out of Texas in your house event. They replaced him with a ghost from Austin's past, and it was the worst swerve ever. It was Savio yeah. Vega. Um, but I remember going when they were building this show up to Louisville Gardens when they came yeah, for they a did. house show event. They did, and it was they were running the same ticket with the four way tag yeah. that whole time. But looking back at it, that was like the precursor for the Attitude Era, and uh, 
or the the breaking point of the Attitude Era where they just took off and left WCW behind. The following night, Kentucky went on to actually win the national title that following night. Who? Kentucky. I'm not a Kentucky fan. I just remember that as a child. We're uh, going to edit that out, too. Yeah, please do. Just kidding. Uh, but the first match on the card was LOD 2000 winning a number one contendership battle role for the tag team championship when they eliminated, at the time, the new Midnight Express with Bombastic bombastic Bob, who was Bob Holly, yeah. and B- Bodacious Bart, Bart, Bart Gunn, Gunn. Yeah. and they were with Jim Cornette. And at the time, I think that's when they brought Sonny back. LOD was Sonny. Yeah, yeah, she came back with LOD 2000. Right, for, and, for a very stint, like short, short period, by the shortest. Yeah. No, never mind. And then you had Tonka Michinoku versus Agula. I always liked Tonka. I mean, yeah, I do too. I think I like Tonka as well. Tonka. No, there's no end. Why are you reading? Tonka. Why are you adding letters to words that don't exist? Shut up. And at the time, I always was a big Owen Hart fan. When Tonka and Primo wrestled, uh, Triple H and Owen Hart had a heck of a match. I, I believe it ended. Wasn't Sergeant Slaughter handcuffed to China? And she threw the powder in his eyes. She threw powder in uh, his eyes, got the key, and low-blowed Owen Hart. Hmm. I believe that was the finish. Next, you had Mark Marrow and Sable. They went, they went over the artist formerly known as Goldust and Luna Vachon. And like y'all said in a few podcasts ago, Goldust was honestly way ahead of its time. Yep. And I think the homophobia thing kind of killed him. And at the time, the artist formerly known as Goldust was probably one of the most controversial characters in wrestling. Wasn't he wearing, like, wasn't he cross-dressing and everything else? From what I remember, he was. He was, like, in neon colors and stuff like that. Yeah, not, like, bondage stuff. Like, he was being He was kind of doing the whole, because that was also Dennis Robin was wearing yeah, a wedding yeah, dress. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, doing yeah. Stuff, yeah. he was and doing stuff like that, too. Moving forward. The next, you had The Rock with the rest of the nation at the time that he was heading up go over Ken Shamrock. And Ken Shamrock was a lot like, to me, Savio Vega at the time when Austin was taken over. Because Savio Vega got Austin to where he needed to be, but he never got where he, you know, it never f- came the frustration when frustration with us. Uh, fruition. Yeah. And then you had Ken Shamrock, a legitimate badass. I feel like I'm literally you, teaching kindergarten on these podcasts. You had Shamrock, who was a legitimate badass, got, you know, before the before the Rock's true character took off, it was not they were screaming "Die Rocky Die," and Ken Shamrock and The Rock had a good match. I remember that match. And then what's next, one of your favorite manias? I would hope you remember. Then you had, shut up. Then you had Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie, aka Terry Funk, defeated the New Age Outlaws Billy Gunn and Road Dog Jesse James in a dumpster match. Well, that match belonged in the dumpster. The buildup was great. Wasn't that the one where they they threw them two in the dumpster and threw them they over? Pushed the them ramp. off the ramp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then that's when, and, uh, and that's when, that's when there was a teaser because that's yeah. when, that's when uh, DX, Sean, yeah. and Triple H was like looked at him, and goes, "Not bad." Not Jr. Bad. Jr. Damn, they killed him. They've killed him. <laughs> They've killed these two men. The, the, the <laughs> shout out to our guy Jr. Right now too. And then you had the Undertaker. Taking on the 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 debuting Kane. It's, well, the, there's the, no the, the the WrestleMania debut yeah, of Kane. Yeah, he wrestled. Didn't he come out at Hell in a Cell? He came out. Bad he came blood. out October October seventh, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, October the fifth, nineteen ninety seven. Bad Blood, Hell in the Cell. Yeah. Yeah. Ripped the door off the hinges right. and a knife. Oh my God, that's gotta be Kane. I mean, that's gotta that's be. Gotta be you Kane. know, short story when they were doing house shows with him, he came out with a cape on. Yeah. And to go back and look at it, think about it. You know where they got the name Kane from? 
Undertaker. Became the Undertaker. Oh, okay. All right. Good job. Time. You knew I knew yourself. Okay. Um, hey, did you also know you don't pronounce the T in debuting? Shut up. Debut. You can't even talk into the mic. And then you had, uh, didn't he, that was the year he uh, tombstoned Pete Rose. Pete Rose came out as a chicken. No, no, that was WrestleMania 15. No, that was no I think he chokeslammed Pete Rose on this one. Pete Rose came out before. Undertaker came out last. Well, you can look it up while I'm going over my uh, honorable mention. Stone Cold defeated Shawn Michaels in the main event, captured the world title the next night. Remember the corporate champion and dude love? That was when we got all that kind of trickery going on, and that was yeah. great. Awesome. And that was when the Mr. McMahon gimmick really took off. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Now you go. Mention your... your no, your I'm agreeing with you. What do you want me to do? Disagree with you? You're acting like I'm boring you, you to death. Okay, so you want me to give you mine? Mine was 17. I'm not going to go over the entire card like you did, mostly because... Well, I should, because I can pronounce all the names and you can't. But uh, this one started off really, really slow. Uh, about half... Well, hell, let me let me interrupt you, though. Real okay. Quick. Sorry, sorry. No, that's cool. This was... The, mine, my, my honorable mention, by the way, or my, not my honorable mention, my favorite was Resume 25 in Houston, Texas. This one's also in Reliance Stadium in Houston, Texas. And this one just uh, had 67,925 people there. Happened on April the 1st, 2001. But I just want to get that out there. No, no, no. That's my fault for jumping the gun. I chevied you there for a second. I sorry. apologize. That's okay. Uh, but about halfway through the show, it picks up Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit battle it out. Kurt Angle got the best of Chris Benoit. Uh, then China defeated Ivory uh, for the WWF Women's Championship. Then we had a street fight with Mick Foley as a special referee as Shane McMahon defeated Mr. McMahon who had Stephanie McMahon Helmsley in his corner. And then did we decide this was the first ever TLC match? This is. Okay, so the TLC won for the uh, WWF Tag Team Championship. Edge and Christian, Dudley Boys, and the Broken Hardys battle it out, um, and uh, Edge and Christian actually take the titles from the Dudley Boys. Then they had this gimmick battle royal, which was really, really disturbing. A whole bunch of old people that could barely move. The Iron Sheik won by... Actually, take that back. This is the second TLC. The first one happened SummerSlam 2000. This is this happened 2001. I told you, and you disagreed with us. I Thank you. Meant Thank mania. you. Mania was. So they had the disturbing gimmick battle royal. And Iron Sheik won by last eliminating Hillbilly Jim. That's only because he was too fat to knock over himself. That's what they had him with. Yeah, yeah, I'd heard of that, and I, and I empathize with him on that and completely understand it. Um, and then the first battle of Undertaker and Triple H. Undertaker, we all know, beat him because he didn't suffer his first loss until way down the road there. And then the night ended. Uh, Stone Cold defeated The Rock, who was the WWF champion. Uh, in a no disqualification match, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, which I know you will, Daniel. Uh, that's when Stone Cold turned heel. It did. Okay. Yeah. First, first turned heel by by, by uh, joining the likes of Mister McMahon. Two man power trip. The dirty and rock. Steve McMahon. Austin always said he he wished he, he wanted to go heel, but he said he knew that he should he shouldn't did it at that moment because he said at that moment when he when he shook his hand and everything he should have he said I should have called an audible and should have said. Watch for the stunner and stunned him and let it go and took the heat later because Steve had the ability to, to make a change like that. Yeah, he said because it was a mistake, he should have waited a little bit later to do it. It was awkward. It was awkward. And it was right now. Of course, it gave us great stuff between him and Kurt Angle later on. The stuff like that. 
but it, it wasn't it, – I agree it kind of wasn't the right time. And they just bought WCW, and they were going into a different direction yeah. than they were. Maybe with if that didn't happen, maybe it would have been fine, but that kind of you know took it to another level there. So, um, <clears throat> But, yeah, I mean, that's definitely um, there. And by the way, just to, just to, the people in the gimmick Battle Royal that Iron Sheik won, you had Repo Man, the Gobbly Gooker, uh, tugboat, earthquake, gobbledygooker. Um, <laughs> wow! When 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 Chevy tries to correct you, you should just. I'm sorry, sign it's my off. throat. It's my throat. So I'm just sorry. It's okay. Uh, I understand. Uh, Kim She, you had uh, Bushwhacker, Bushwhacker Luke, uh, Jim Cornette, um, Doink the Clown, tugboat, uh, earthquake, Michael Hayes, yeah. Bushwhacker Butch, Duke uh, the Dumpster, Drossy the yeah, Goon, Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. Michael Hayes, Kamala, Brother Love, uh, Sergeant Slaughter, Bobby Jim's last appearance in WWE. Brother Love, Bruce Pritchard. Bobby Heenan was actually on commentary. Yeah, he he had commentary with Gene Okerlund. Uh, Now that's something to wrestle with, Bruce Pritchard on that. Sweet God. Did you just do that? (laughs) He did. All right, so – yeah, so that was that was a good WrestleMania. I like that one. That's that's really good. Wasn't that the one where the WCW guys were up in the stadium? It in, was in yeah. the crowd. It was yeah because that because uh, like literally three days or five days before WWE bought WCW. So uh, and then Stan or Sean Stasiak spoiled it out like they were supposed to do a big run in or do something big. Yeah, and uh, they didn't do it. What was funny about um, that whole thing was that. The Raw Nitro before was the simulcast, yeah. right before all that. So, like, you know, Vince McMahon was smart. He, like, does this. He does this angle. It's live on TNT. TNT, TNT uh, and all of a sudden, what does he do? He, he promotes WrestleMania the entire time on yeah. TNT. It's like, I'm on another network. And, the, and what was stupid about the people at WCW that approved this, they could have said no. They approved, yeah, they'll share what you air what you want. <laughs> I mean, and it, well, he bought the company, and then you go back and you look at it, and like they, I was reading something that on the last WCW Nitro, they were like, "Don't spend any money, do the least production value as possible." WCW did the exact opposite and blew their whole budget on like that the big pyro. It was from the beach, right? It was Panama like, City yeah, Beach, Florida, it was from Club Redneck La Vela. Beach. Yeah, it was like a terrible Redneck Beach. And then Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett got fired by Redneck TV. Beach. That, well, that's what Bruce Pritchard talk, they joke about. But well, think about this: they started tomorrow. their show. They started their show in a mall, and they yeah. ended. In a in a in a in a spring break dilapidated <laughs> beach. beach, and then <laughs> it is not a dilapidated the, the beach. The weeks leading up to it, though, and it was so funny because you know they had to the know. Resort is where they were, where yeah. it was terrible, not but, not the it, actual. But it, you, it was the Club La Vela, and they were in the middle of a pool. Because we've all talked about this before, and you guys know I was like, I'm a big WCW guy, and we were watching it, and I was like, leading up to it, the weeks before the final Nitro, they were like, hopefully the new owners will take care of Ric Flair and everybody else, and like they were these new owners and these mystery investors, and you were like. You idiots, you know you're getting bought out by Vince McMahon. Here's a fun fact. If you go, I, I go to that site every year. It's right by where I normally stay, um, by the resort I stay in. And there's absolutely, if, if you watch that last Nitro, you'd never be able to tell it because there's absolutely no mention down in Panama City Beach, Florida, of Nitro ever being there. Really? If you go to Club La Vela, they're like, that never happened. Why would they ever bring it up? I even asked one time. I was like, isn't this where the last Nitro was? They're like, no habla inglés. <laughs> and these were these were Caucasian people that were talking to me like that. Oh, I thought you might have been no, talking to the t- painter or the lawnman or the grooms or the groundskeeper. Right, the groomsman. So, yes. So my honorable mention my honorable mention is a WrestleMania thirty. 
uh, which oh, took yes. place April 6, 2014. Yes, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> In New Orleans, Louisiana, it had seventy five thousand uh, six hundred or seventy five thousand one hundred sixty seven people there, um, and that actually will be they'll be back there next year for WrestleMania thirty four. So I'm and I'm planning on being there. So it's pretty exciting. I think we were talking about um, almost going. Yeah, uh, this uh, this this was a great great show, great card. This started this show, the show started out with a special appearance. It started off with Hulk Hogan, who kept calling it the, the, Silver the Dome. Superdome, the Silverdome. And then, uh, and then you had The Rock interrupt him, followed by Steve Austin. And it was just a great iconic moment of all three of them in the ring. You look for basically the greatest wrestlers of all in those generations of all time. I mean, right oh, there, no doubt, yeah. I mean, just all together in one place. It was pretty amazing. Um, it goes on to uh, the card after their little like ten minute segment, which actually ran over. By the way, they cut other matches in short. But you had the um, they didn't the, care. No, they didn't. No, they don't no, care. They didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care. Yeah, the WWE Tag Team Championship matched the fatal four-way elimination tag between the Usos, um, who actually defeated uh, Cesaro and Jack Swagger, who was with Zepp Coulter. Uh, the the un, un they were the un-Americans at the time, right? Right. The real Americans. The no, the un-Americans because he was one was an American, one was they were the, I think they were the un-Americans. I'm pretty sure they were the real Americans. <clears throat> Anyways. You had Ray Baxel, which is Ray Back and Curtis Axel. Ray Baxel. Ray Baxel, yeah. Yeah. Who's Ray? Ray Baxel. <laughs> Ray Romano and Ray Curtis Baxel. Axel. Uh, then you had Sorry. the um, I'll uh, stop doing Los, Los Matadores. How do you say that? Los Mona. Los, Mona. Los Matadores? Matadores, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Okay, from now on, I'm reading all the stuff. Y'all turn Primo it around. Cologne and his brother over here. <laughs> anyway, so. Primo Cologne. Usos won that. <laughs> And then you had Daniel Bryan defeated Triple H, and the and basically the winner of that goes on to the main event to face uh, um, Batista and Randy Orton. So it was a um, de facto play-in match for the tournament, right? Who so, won? So basically, Daniel Bryan defeated Triple H uh, in that match. So he goes on to face, um, go on and make it a triple threat match. Uh, then you have the Shield, uh, Ambrose, Rollins, and Reigns. Uh, this is when Reigns was love the Shield. Good. They were great. Defeated the New Age Outlaws and Kane in a six-man tag match. That was a quick two-minute match. The right team went over. And yeah, yeah, loved absolutely. the shield. Whatever happened to the Roman guy? And then you had the thirty, the thirty-one man battle, <laughs> battle royal, which was weird that it also had Cesaro won that um, by eliminating the Big Show. Of course, the um, wait a minute, yeah, why is this called the Andre the Giant? I thought the last. I thought WrestleMania 31 was the first one. You told me it was. You corrected me, even though I didn't say that it was the first one. I thought Big Show won the, the inaugural one. I did, too. I did, too. But it's the Cesaro Maybe one. Maybe Cesaro won the inaugural one. Anyways. Maybe you'll learn to talk into your mic instead of the side of it. Shut up. So, we just corrected ourselves. Cesaro was the first ever Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Well, technically, Jeremy corrected you because he was right at the beginning of it, and I really didn't have a dog in the fight. So Jeremy was never right. He never said it. He never, he never disagreed. Anyways, um, <laughs> next, <laughs> next up, you had John Cena defeated Bray Wyatt with Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. And um, that was Bray Wyatt's WrestleMania debut. And um, basically, John Cena beat him because he should have. Um, Shock. You Bray mean White Cena came over. out and beat somebody that was really red hot at the time, like lightning in a bottle? Yeah, but Cena should have won. Uh, next up, you had... Wasn't that when they were doing the hate thing, when they were trying to tell it, come to the evil side, when Bray Wyatt was psychologically messing with him and yeah. stuff? 
do the whole kids and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was that. That was a cool. I remember that. Yeah. The, the kids in the ring. Yeah. That was kind of creepy. That was, yeah, it was creepy. Uh, next up, you had the Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman. <sighs> Moment of silence, real quick. Okay, so this. Um, that's what ruined that one for me because I thought that the rest of it was fantastic, and I know you didn't ask my opinion, but I'm giving it anyway. And that that I can, I remember exactly where everybody was in my. The, just we all looked at each other, and you know they had the the famous picture of the guy. He's in the white t shirt. Yeah. He's like, well, that's how the whole house. That's oh yeah, the, and I honestly thought it was a mistake at first. I did too. I did too, because <laughs> when he did the F five again, I was like, he's about to kick out, you know, or whatever the third F five, but. I remember watching, I was over at my buddy Clint's house, um, and we were watching it at a party there. And this is back when the network just came out, too, and all that. And so I didn't have the network right away. And uh, we're like, we're just in shock. We're all like this. And we literally like do this. I remember taking a selfie. Like we, we all like, we all make a selfie, a joke. We all like took a selfie going, this is literally what we were doing. When it happened, I dropped, you know, our, I dropped on both. With our hands over our face. You can't see what I'm doing. So. Daniel took a selfie. <laughs> I mean, I don't even believe Paul Heyman knew. No, I don't know if he did or not. But did you? I remember Undertaker looking rough after that match. Well, he was. He got a, he, he got, got knocked get, out. Yeah. He got a concussion. He couldn't really wrestle. And That's then, of course, they rushed him. Times. They rushed him to the hospital. And here's how great here's how great of, uh, the Undertaker is because Vince McMahon left the he had he had two more matches that night. And I'm going to read off. He left the. Main, main event. event, his biggest show of the year. He leaves and goes to the hospital with Undertaker. Undertaker. That shows you how much he respects and loves the Undertaker. Year Ultimate Warrior was inducted too. Yeah, that was the Ultimate Warrior inducted in the Hall of Fame. God rest his soul. Such a great man. But he dies two years, two days later. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, I always felt bad about it because remember, me and you were watching the Hall of Fame induction. This is weird because I don't remember watching all these wrestling things with you until you you mentioned it, and we were watching Raw, and Chase utters the comments. He looks like death warmed over. And then I do like this. I... And then we were watching it, and, and, and Chevy utters the comments, he looks like death warmed over. And then I text him like four hours later and said, hey, dude, Warrior just passed away. You killed him. Actually, the comment was, he was out there. The, to that at, Warrior. At the Hall of yeah. Fame thing, he kind of went, you know, he basically sounded very – what he he boasted boasted himself and very self centered and I remember telling you because we seen him on we seen him I texted him because I was thinking I was watching Raw or well, maybe we were watching it together we were. Ultimate Warrior I said dude this guy is so self centered I said he looks like death warmed over he's blown up I said they, that's the, they, he just needs to leave and then I think I went home and then you drove me I like texted four. you <laughs> like three o'clock in the morning I was like dude, dude you've killed this you man killed I did. <laughs> I mean, that's not a funny story that it's he died. It's not a funny story that he died, but I remember thinking that Scott Hall should have been the one. Well, you know, I, or actually, Jake Roberts. Here's the thing. I actually have kind of a, kind of a similar – I get what you're saying because I have a similar thing. Um, it was And it was on my birthday because I remember this and this year. So I, I was working – where I was working at the time, we were talking about the um, case of Anna Nicole Smith's um, daughter going yeah. on. And I was just like – and I go, you know what? I said, Anna Nicole Smith, I said, it wouldn't surprise me if she don't find, get, they don't find her dead somewhere. I go home, literally leave work, go home, check on the Yahoo page, boom, Anna Nicole Smith dead. It was like, what? And it was on my birthday when she died, so I kind of freaked out and thought, oh my gosh, I literally killed this woman on my birthday. I'm in a room, a small room, with a couple of killers. (laughs) I've never killed anybody. The career killer. Or anything. (laughs) That's true. 
So uh, I got your plug in for the <laughs> So next up, AJ Lee defeated uh, all the women for Divas Women's Championship. But the next night, she loses it to Paige on Raw. So um, and nothing then, was uh, leaked that night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Neither did she. Uh, next up, is... send me the links. <laughs> Wait, Ricky underscore Chevy. Send you the yeah, links. Yeah, you don't know Ricky it. underscore Chevy. Send me the links. Add me on Facebook. There's no need for you to expose that like that. All right, next up is uh, the World Heavyweight Championship match, triple threat match between Daniel Bryan, Batista, and Randy Orton. And this had the greatest moment, one of the greatest WrestleMania moments where Daniel Bryan defeated Batista, Boo-Tista. Boo-Tista. Batista and his Jordans. Is, yeah. And Randy Orton for the championship. And uh, calls. it was a great moment. Also had the Connor, the yeah. little kid Connor. He brought him out there with him. And I was wondering when I was watching, like, who's this kid he's bringing Yeah, I thought it might have been his, like, illegitimate son or something. <laughs> right. No. And I said to myself, man, that kid looks real sick. Something must be wrong with him. <laughs> And, so you uh, killed two people then. I didn't know it was a kid. Yeah. At the time. So uh, he does. They do the yes chant, and it was a great moment with the two belts. And um, yeah, so it was just it's a great WrestleMania. It's one of my it's my honorable mention. Uh, really, actually, thirty one would have been before this one, but it got taken. Yeah. So I had to go with number the next one. So um, I had to throw that out there. Uh, so yeah, so that's our um, greatest WrestleMania. If you if you disagree, uh, send us a. Tweet at Ringside Podcast. If you um, agreed, send us a tweet at Ringside Podcast. <laughs> uh, if you, you want to tell Chevy to shut up, send us a tweet to Ringside Podcast. Or if you haven't, if you if you think we're you know if you disagree, say hey, I actually think this this uh, WrestleMania is better because it, here's why. And let us know, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll retweet it, share it, and, and love to talk about it. So, um, by the way, thanks for all your um, uh, your support. Uh, for listening to the show and downloading our show. You can find us on iTunes. Please subscribe. Uh, also get us on Podcast Attic for Android listeners there. We're on Stitcher Radio and Google Play app. You can find iTunes. us there as well. And um, you can also, I just said iTunes. Why does he do that? Every time. And, and you know, then, we're nationwide, bro. We're everywhere. We're, we're worldwide. We're worldwide. We're universe-wide. They can get us up in space if they want to. <laughs> they Shout could. out to Bulgaria. Yeah. Bulgaria, Yugoslavia. <laughs> Ringsidepodcast.com too as well. Also, um, Last two couple shows ago, we, we made a mistake. We, we we told you that we would give a shout-out to everybody who retweets and shares us. We haven't done that in the last two shows, so we promised that if you do that these last few shows, we will go back and announce everybody and give you a shout-out. So just a heads-up on that, okay? So sorry, guys. We, we, we remembered. We I know you're kind of getting mad about that, but we're going to we'll, we'll get you a shout-out next next episode. Who, who's, who's in control of the social media? We all are. No, I mean, who promised that they would shout people out? I didn't. I don't like people. I think I don't know. Let's well, just blame it. Kruger, you're fired. <laughs> how about you're fired? How about, how about we just you know they should take it as a compliment that they're even we're gracing them to even let them retweet us. I mean, honestly, and that's why nobody likes you. No, that's why no one oh, likes gosh. Kruger. I'm a very likable person, and I'm I've came here to make Ringside Podcast the best. We're going to make Ringside Podcast the greatest. We're going to build a wall around all the other podcasts. <laughs> Keep them oh, out. Gosh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is in for this week. <laughs> Tune Take in next easy. week. We'll see you next time.
Father's strength. Ain't nobody man enough to 